What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a clinically diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic people, said toxic traits, y'all. Today's episode is going to be about why do narcissists hate being wrong why can't they just admit it when they are wrong why can't we just move on when they are wrong (laughs) y'all so first of all y'all if you haven't if you don't know already i just started my uh, channel memberships on youtube so if you hit that join button check out the channel memberships for like new perks and things of that nature priority replies to comments i'm starting to vlog and whatnot I have a private vlog on private healing communities and things of that nature nothing else changes on the channel this is just for people who want the extra you know added experience hit the join button or click the link in the description um but back to the video at hand so yes 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 y'all narcissistic people narcissistic toxic narcissistic people hate being wrong and one reason like i and the crazy thing about this i will know that i'm wrong like i've known time and time again that i'm wrong like when the proof comes out that I'm wrong, like it's not even about cheating or anything like that. I might not even be lying, but if I'm wrong about something that I talked about, let's say, uh, Hey, look, you know, I saw it was a red car that we ran by earlier and the person got out, got out the red car and they said something mean to you. Remember that? And you was like, no, it's a blue, it was a blue car. No, it was a damn red car. Like you don't remember you're colorblind. You don't remember it's red. It was a red car. And then somehow some way, shape or form, it gets proven through video evidence that the car is blue. Now I'm angry as hell because you didn't just take me at my, you didn't take my word at face value. So now you didn't trust me. So now it's like, it's like a lack of trust. You don't trust me right now. So now I have to attack you. Now you hurt me. Now you demeaned me. Now you made me, now you made me feel less than. So now I'm angry as hell. Now I'm really pissed off. And now now I'm probably going to attack you emotionally, verbally and whatnot. Some narcissistic people in this situation will attack you physically. They will get you, they will get the, the physical attack. The attacking will happen. They will attack you physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally, whatever they, whatever it takes to get you to shut up. So that's why I said, so, so, when you're dealing with a narcissistic person that hates to be wrong, y'all, sometimes you just have to eat it. If it's not that serious, you have to pick your battles. And this is me telling, this is the people who want to stay with narcissists. I know people are just like, who want to stay with a narcissist? You'd be surprised, y'all. This is a no judgment zone because there's different levels of narcissists. There's a spectrum or whatever. Some might not be as bad as others in this circumstance, in this situation. But you you have to you have to learn how to pick your battles. You have to pick and choose your battles. Is it worth arguing about the color of the car if everything else in the story was right? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Is it worth proving? Is it, is it worth being right right here? You want to be right or you? That's what I say. You want you want to be right or you want to be married? <laughs> so you have to pick and choose your battles in this type of situation, y'all. And yes, I made my son's baseball practice. Or he's over there. He doesn't need me. Somebody commented last time, and it's like your son needs your undivided attention. What, what am I doing in practice? I can't, I'm not, I'm the coaching. You know what I mean? But that's how it goes, though, y'all. If you're dealing with narcissistic people, that's part of the dynamic that you will deal with right there. Like they don't want to be wrong because like, when I'm wrong, it's like you don't trust me. When I'm wrong, like I'm already I'm already battling the shame in my mind. Right? I'm already battling and dealing with the shame in my mind. The shame is already telling me that I'm not good enough. Shame is beating me down constantly, every single day. Shame, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not tall enough. You're not fast enough. You're not strong enough. You're not handsome enough. Your teeth are messed up. Your hair is messed up. You know, you know, you know, you know it's just something. My, the shame is already telling me that I'm not good enough. So when you tell me that I'm wrong, 
Now you it's like a weird confirmation bias. Now you just confirm it's like a confirmation bias, not with me, but with the shame. The shame is part of me, but like not with me, but with the shame. You just confirmed the shame. So now I'm angry. You just made the you just made my negative self-talk true because I'm wrong. You just like I said, you just you just initiated it and made the negative self-talk that I already have by myself. You just validated it. So now I'm angry. So a lot of narcissists don't like being wrong. Narcissistic people don't like being wrong because of the shame that comes with it. You know, it's like I have to admit defeat. It's like I have to admit that I'm not good enough. That it's way deeper than just not being like just being between right and wrong. It's like I'm not good enough. You know what I mean? It's like a weird confirmation bias within my brain, within my within my head that just tells me that I'm not good enough. So what I'm supposed to do about that? And you and you are supposed to be. Uh, you're supposed to be loving and caring. You're supposed to love me and care about me so much. And then you just confront. Now you, now you tell me I'm not good enough. You tell me I'm wrong. So you get, you get, you get it taken out on you. The internal unhappiness of narcissistic people gets expressed un externally on the people in their general vicinity, on the people that are closest to them. You know, you see what I'm saying? So if you're dealing with a narcissistic person, toxic person or whoever, that's the crux of it. Mine would, mine would throw a damn fit. If they, if, if I was, if I proved them wrong, you know, it didn't, it didn't have to be anything big. If, if I beat them in, a, if you beat them in a board game, if you beat them in Jim Rummy, if you have that good, a good hand in poker, if, it's just making them feel, you're just making them feel invalidated. You see what I'm saying? They feel invalidated. Everything, all the negative stuff they tell is true. My mom used, you know what? My mom used to tell me that I wasn't good enough and I was never going to be anything when I grew up. And you just proved her right by saying that. So now you see how that's an issue right there, right? You see how that's a problem. You see how that's an issue. You see how it goes in that situation, in that dynamic. That's what I tell people. It's way deeper than just being right or wrong. It's something deep. You hit something. When you prove them wrong, when you beat them, you defeat them, or whatever, you get promoted ahead of them, you're more successful than them, you, it's like you're pulling them down to that. It's like you're awakening. It's like you're triggering them, you know? And yes, when I say them, I mean me as well, y'all. Just it's easier to say them instead of us and we and blah blah blah, boo boo boo, beep beep beep. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get it. But it's like you're triggering a response. You're triggering something deep seated in us. Like you're digging and you're digging in the dirt, and you and you hit you hit a ball. Like you step you step on them. You pretty much step on a landmine in my in my brain when you prove me wrong. When you prove that narcissistic person, you you just you, you're just right. You don't have to prove them wrong. You're just right. And sometimes like, and you know what happens if you prove them right, if you prove them wrong or you're just right, they might get angry at you. And not all of them get angry at you. Some of them will give you the silent treatment. Some of them will, will stonewall you. Some of them will, some of them will treat you like you cheated on them. You mean ghost you. Some of them won't, won't deal with you anymore. I cannot stand a smart mouth woman or a smart mouth man or some, whoever you're dealing with, they'll just tell you they cannot stand it. You know what I mean? They'll tell you they can't stand the type of person that you are and try to diminish who you are and what you have going on and what you've accomplished and what you're doing because you made them feel invalidated, because you made you you brought out the insecurities in them. You made them feel smaller than they already do. You know what I mean? That's the dynamic that you face with a lot of narcissists and toxic people, y'all. That's just that's part of it. And this is not me trying to harp on anybody or just trying to let you know, just I'm not trying to diminish you. But if you're dealing with a narcissist, sometimes you have to when you're dealing with a narcissist, that's kind of part of the process. You have to diminish yourself. You end up diminishing yourself. You end up losing yourself in this situation. You end up losing yourself. You end up losing your mind in a lot of these situations and whatnot. So that's what happens a lot of times when, when you're dealing when you're in a tie of a toxic relationship dynamic, the toxic relationship like spear and whatnot.
They don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong because when I'm wrong, it brings out the worst parts of me. When I'm wrong, you t- it takes digs at me. When I'm wrong, it does this. When I'm wrong, it does that. So that's what I'm telling people. When you're dealing with narcissistic people, that's why y'all, I don't want to be wrong. You know what I mean? And they'll argue and fuss and fight with you. And like I said, even if they are wrong, they will argue with you all damn night about how wrong they, about being wrong and how they're kind of right. Let's agree to disagree. No, we're not going to agree to disagree. That you know, I'm just telling y'all. This is how. This is the tough world of dealing with a narcissistic person. Like, that's why some narcissistic people hate being wrong because it hurts. It really does hurt. It really does hurt because that shame, boy, shame digs deep and just like pretty much takes them to hell. You know what I mean? I hate being wrong. I hate being outed. I hate being exposed. It's like you expose. You expose the weak parts of me. It's like you. The soft belly. It's like. A narcissist is like uh, a damn turtle. Like we're in the shell, right? And when you when you prove us wrong, you flip us over and and, and expose our our soft underbellies. <laughs> the dark little narcissistic turtle, not a teenage mutant ninja turtle, a teenage mutant narcissistic turtle. <laughs> it still works. T M N T. But that's how it goes, though, y'all. That's what I'm telling you. If you if if you've dealt with a narcissist that you cannot just hates to be wrong, just drop it in the comment section. Put like um. What I just say? Put a turtle in the comment section. That's perfect. You made it this far. Just drop a turtle in the comment section and just t- just say, hey, just so people understand that other people hate to be wrong. Uh, the other people are dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with. You see what I'm saying? Just drop a turtle in the comment section. And just say, hey, look, I, I definitely get this late turtle. Just drop it because you know. And like I said, sometimes you just have to like to protect the peace. If you want to stay, if you plan on, if you can't leave right now. Sometimes you have to protect the peace and pick and choose your battles, y'all. It is like, like I said, you're fighting. The war is leaving. The war is staying. Whatever the war is, pick and choose your battles. You don't have to show up to every argument that you're. you're you don't have to show up to every argument that you're invited to. You know what I mean? I know, I know y'all heard that saying before, but you absolutely do not. You don't have to show up to every argument you're invited for. You don't have to do all this other stuff. I feel like you have. There's a battle in soon, and you you can win it if you want to, y'all. You absolutely can win it. Um, but anyways, let me wrap this up again, y'all. I have the channel memberships available. The self love journal is available on Amazon as well. And also, 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 I know it's May twenty October in Orlando, Florida, May twentieth, two thousand twenty three, live in person seven hour workshop in Orlando, Florida. The link is in the description of every single video I do, y'all. So y'all can check that out. Come meet me in person in Orlando, Florida. This is the first of many workshops traveling around the country, traveling traveling in different places and different spaces, y'all. Anyways, y'all, like and subscribe for more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mental Hillness is out. Peace.